See you all. I say all. We've got some new people on the podcast, but before we get to that, Rob, hello, my esteemed colleague, tell us what is the Lynx effect about? Let's remind the listeners of of the quality we're pumping out there. <laughs> what is the Lynx effect about? The Lynx effect is the wonderful merging of of mental health and golf, Lynx golf in particular, uh, and where those two topics collide. That is the Lynx effect. And talking about collision, where me and you collide, we've got a special guest, haven't we? We have. Sat to my left, Andy Cracknell. Andy, say hello to everyone. Hello. It, it sounds like I'm a referee there, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, you might be later on, given the controversial topic we're going to be introducing. But Andy, look, so we, we've decided that two's a company, three's a crowd. And given we're, we've relaxed the social restrictions, we're going to be a crowd. So Andy's going to join us on the podcast. This is a trial. Are you nervous? <laughs> Trial period. It's probation, is it? Yeah, yeah, basically. Okay, fine. Are you nervous? Yeah, that would be a first, though, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, in, in the spirit of sharing, Andy, why don't you tell us a bit about your background before we get into the uh, very beefy, meaty topic? That we... my, my background? Yeah. Um, white, British. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Um, How do you know us? We're not um, that kind of podcast. So, uh, uh, good question, actually. I <laughs> really uh, pondered that one. Um, so I was uh, unfortunate enough to uh, be at a university with uh, Rob and Rod. And For those on the pod that don't know anything about Loughborough University, Kayleigh Hall is a, a hall in Loughborough where we met and lived together. And uh, these two very much did not like living with me. Um, and I'm sure that wasn't very good for their mental health. Andy. What? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done this in a while, Parkinson have we? Parkinson doesn't f*** up this problem. <laughs> <laughs> what's, your, uh, what's your golf like, Andy? Um, on the back... <laughs> off, the, off, the, off the back of today, um, average at best, I would say. Bit of AAB. <laughs> I don't know. You, you did hit some good drives. Yeah, as uh, Rob actually asked me the question, what, what's the best club out of the bag today? And uh, I did say the driver. Um, Ding. The Orca. The Orca. 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 <laughs> 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 <You know. laughs> so Andy, welcome to the pod. I thought it might be helpful. Why don't you give us a bit about your, your background? Um, okay, so uh, I am a PE teacher and uh, I know both Rob and Rod through, well, predominantly sport actually. Um, met uh, Rob at Loughborough University 
and I've known Rod um, slightly longer. We played basketball together um, when we were younger, as teenagers. Um, and then Rob, I, I think really we've uh, probably known each other through athletics and, and, and running, which actually links quite quite nice, nicely with the pod, really. Um, you know, in terms of, of running, which actually where I found myself, you know, spending most of my uh, my time in terms of sport now. Um, I think actually both of us have raced together, um, done a few challenges together. I think you've been a bit further further up the field than I have, Andy, to be honest. Um, I, I, I don't know. I've had a few crisps recently. So. <laughs> Does that make that much difference? Just having a couple of crisps? Uh, occasionally. Carb loading. Oh, yeah. It's fine. Well, I think I've had more than a couple of crisps I just want to touch on a little bit on so you say you're a PE teacher obviously I know you're a PE teacher yeah um, and and working with the next generation and the topic of mental health is becoming increasingly prominent within that realm as well are you finding the things that the kids are talking about these days are far more advanced in terms of mental health than say we were at the, at the same age I think the awareness is there definitely um I mean, I, I think this, you know, students definitely know know their rights, but uh, I, I, I think they they recognise, and I, actually, I think it's part of you know my and my colleagues' job to uh, you know impart that you know mental health aspect into you know students. Um, you know, health is far more than just you know fitness. It's you know there's this. As we as we teach them, there's there's three facets to it, you know, social, mental, and, and physical health. And actually, you know, taking part in any sort of physical activity definitely develops, you know, that that mental well being. Uh, and uh, we might touch on this in a little bit, I suppose, in in the topic we want to talk about today. But uh, do you find there's does any uh, does anyone take advantage of the fact that more people are talking about mental health at the minute? Because you sort of, as a kid, you, you, you do it, <clears throat> people often take, take the mickey a lot, don't they? About certain things that are in the media at any one moment in time. Do, do you find that people are taking advantage of the fact that people are talking about mental health? No, I, I, actually, I, I'd say quite the opposite. I think, mm. I think you know, students and, and you know, the, the, the children that I work with definitely recognise the importance of it. And as I said, the, the awareness is there, I think. Yeah. I think at the highest level of sport, I think, you know, potentially we, we may see people take advantage of it, but, you know, no, I would say. Yeah, I think it's reassuring. Well, I hope so, because, I, I mean, we'll come on to talk about this in a bit, but, you know, there's some interesting areas I'd like to explore um, <laughs> during our kind of... We've started off quite deep and heavy there, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah, 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 we have. But that's fine, that's fine, that's why we're here, right? We're, we're giving the people what they want, and this is... <laughs> You know, hard hitting journalism. That's what we're here. <laughs> a relaxed golf podcast, but yeah, you know, we're fine. Andy, thanks very much for joining us, and hopefully, you'll be a firm fixture. We basically realised that the two of us weren't very good at uh, filling the gaps. Not even funny. <laughs> here we go, and we're off. Lack of confidence, honestly. People think we're funny. Who? My wife. <laughs> Your wife. <laughs> Your wife. To be fair, she hasn't listened, my wife, but I think <laughs> Anyway, look, let's move on to a crowd favourite. Yeah? Yeah. Should we go let's there? Move on to R and R. Award winning.
NC? I guess it's NC, isn't it? For cracks. Yeah, we'll probably need to review that, don't we? Mm. Rant and rave. Is he still on probation? Yeah, yeah, well, okay, all right. We'll put your name on the on the front office when you're ready, mate, but, uh, <laughs> for now. But, you know, let's let's see how you do. Rod, what is R&R? So um, R&R is when uh, Rob and or Rod ask each other questions about topics, whether that's general general things that happen in society, golf, mental health related, whatever, where we think, you know, there's a mental health angle or something we need to explore um, as a pair slash triangle. And what are we going to talk about on this pod? So... Since we've podded last time, I think lots of ha- lots has happened. We've been locked down. We've unlocked. We've locked down again. We've unlocked. Um, we played some golf, but I think very recent events it has both excited me and caused a bit of concern for me. So we've seen some excellent statements into the media where very high-profile athletes have um, taken time out or removed themselves from certain situations due to mental health reasons. Right. So we can talk about Simone Biles and. Naomi Osaka and Ben Stokes and Adam PT. And I think it's caused some very differing opinions between my friends, friendship group and indeed within myself. So I thought we'd start off, you know, sort of new season going into 2022 with a nice light subject. And I've got a number (laughs) of questions on what we've seen in the Olympics and what we've seen from Naomi Osaka as well. So the broad topic is, is... Uh, the the communication of mental health issues is that positive and or negative and why um, and I'll sort of open the floor to you Rob you know what we've seen recently and I'm not asking you for a definitive opinion I just want to explore you know what you think the opinions may be out there and why but you know what's your kind of overriding feeling seeing yep. some of these sort of right. uh, commitments if we take so Simone Biles as the the headline act in this R and R session, I suppose. So Simone Biles is uh, sort of the, what are the facts at the minute? She um, entered the Olympic um, competition, gymnastics competition, as you know, sort of one of the greatest Olympians, greatest gymnasts of all time. Had goat embroidered on a leotard, um, and. In the lead up to the event, she or uh, yeah, over her life, she's clearly been had her, her own struggles in life and in gymnastics uh, and some fairly traumatic experiences. Um, but yeah, she's she's a phenomenal athlete and a wonderful role model for a lot of people in in the world. Um, but coming to this Olympic uh, event, she so I think it was the day before or the the day of. The, the team gymnastic event she decided to, to pull out uh, citing mental health reasons anxiety um, about the event itself so I thought I'd just frame that as the, the status of what we're going to talk about uh, as that particular sort of scenario and on one side <coughs> I think yes there's a lot of people celebrating uh, the fact that she's opened up uh, and, and brought mental health uh, right to the, the forefront of the conversation, and been brave enough to to express her own uh, her own concerns, her own anxieties. Um, she said she she yeah she she was anxious about certain um, elements of her performance, and so she didn't want to let her team down. And and there's lots of reasons to celebrate that as as something to do and, and to open up about. Um, but the other side of it is that. She's a self-proclaimed, she's got a goat embroidered on her leotard. The, the greatest of all time. Does someone that's the greatest of all time um, 
leave a team that's gunning for a gold medal at an event they've been training for for, for basically their whole lives, the, the day or the day before an event, sort of leave them without their, their star player. Uh, and, and I guess those, those are the two sides of the argument we're talking about, aren't they? Um, I'll add to that as well. There's a bit of confusion around... Uh, so in Japan, as I understand it, ADHD medication is illegal. And Simone uses ADHD medication. Um, now, I don't know if she's had an exemption to use it during the Olympics, but there's a question mark about if she needs that medication and she hasn't got it, has that affected her ability to, to concentrate and all that sort of stuff, right? So it's worth framing it because I think, you know, I think all three of us are appreciative of the difficulty of the situation. Nevertheless, you know, I guess my opening gambit is that I, I played team sports pretty much my whole life and there's always a big strong kind of undercurrent in good teams which is everyone steps up and does their bit. Now I guess my only, my only worry is that her um, mental health issues are very closely correlated with safety. So if you, you know, in golf if you hit a bad shot you walk up and hit another one. In gymnastics if you have a bad tumble break your neck so there's a genuine safety component to it but in in team sports i've always been taught like you step up and make your contribution um, and i don't know if you've got a view on this because you're a very well-known gymnast <laughs> i mean i've got the forward roll in my locker yeah. that counts yeah yeah um um so i you know fr- fr- from where i see it i, I think she's cited uh, the twisties um, which obviously, you know, for a, a, a gymnast, in terms of the skills that she's performing, she's obviously going to find herself disorientated. And as you say, it's a it's a safety element of it. So, I, I guess from that perspective, she's well within her rights, and actually, she's going to contribute massively to her team if she steps away from mm-hmm. the event. Mm-hmm. Um, but as Rob said, you know, there's a certain arrogance in her, you know, approach to the event you know calling herself the greatest of all time which actually you know arguably she probably is yep. you know having a number of skills named after her um she she is at that level um and it is an event that she has been preparing for for well now five years with uh with obviously the you know the the, the moving in in dates and as a result you know there's pressure on her and a nation expects you know and a sports performer that's your job you know um, am, am i being cutthroat in saying get on with it what's the uh, what's the equivalent in your job um there's pressure every day you know is, is the equivalent you just decided not to turn up to school one day pretty much yeah, yeah. you know yeah, you know, a pet parent contacts me, you know, asking me to do this, that, and the other, or you know, there's a deadline that I have to meet, and me turning around and saying, uh, "I'm not feeling this, not coming in," citing mental health reasons. Yeah, which which is possible. Yeah, should it be more possible? Um, well, I, th- I think it's brilliant. You know that 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 actually she cited this. And as a result, we do increase the awareness of mental health issues. Um, I think I've got a bit of an issue with it being such a vague and generic 
title. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, if, if, a, if a performer is injured, I think the media wouldn't report physical health mm-hmm. as a reason for, for not performing. It would be, I've got a, you know, a torn hamstring. Yeah. Um, and as a result, we're, 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 you know, we're, we're in a situation where we're just citing one aspect of health. And that's it, I think, isn't it? That the, the mental health conversation, I think, has reached the as as further has has gone further than than where sort of someone like Simone Biles is out in, inciting. I think people understand mental health more than just the fact that you say the words mental health and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll think twice about it or whatever. Um, I, I genuinely think that people are receptive to to knowing that that step beyond right and and they're they're willing to sort of be taken on that well, journey sorry to interrupt I, I i think there's probably a stigma attached to it people people say you know that 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 word you know and attach it to to, to a mental aspect of health and, and a lot of people are going to point fingers and say well you're weak yeah, yeah. well they have done right Peter Morgan, <laughs> uncharacteristic <laughs> controversial article basically saying you know kind of what i was alluding to earlier of like don't let your team down and you need to you know put your foot foot forward and put that to the side and is that really a champion mentality but you know the the fact of the matter is if she'd have broken her ankle two days before that session she would everyone would have gone well she's broken her ankle it's just really unfortunate I'm, i'm with andy which is you know i think the majority of people huge sort of generalization kind of have got their heads around mental health and mental well-being yep. as a generic term in the same way you would use a term such as this person is injured, yep. but it's the next level. So does, does Simone come out and say, right, I've had anxiety about this performance and I'm unable to perform? And so everyone understands. But even the term anxiety yeah. is, is very general. And it's very like, you know, anxiety is a, remember, anxiety is a response to a stimulus but to get ready to be, uh, you know, to hunt. That's the sort of primordial kind of Anxiety response. is good for performance. It is. But like, yeah. if you're getting to the point where you're not sleeping and that's impacting, yeah. do you, you know, and, and, you know, it's very easy to diagnose a broken But I think we can all, we can all sort of understand where she's coming from. We can all put ourselves in her shoes. I, I don't know, various times in our sporting careers, like, we, we've probably had something similar. She doesn't wear shoes. <laughs> but, right, she's, she, like, the, the, the twisties, right, is uh, uh, something in gymnastics, uh, I don't know, it's a specific term in gymnastics. That, I'd say it's like the yips. Yeah, well, exactly. It's there, like the yips in, like the yips in golf, and for all the golfers that listen to this podcast... All three of you. <laughs> we all know what the yips are. Yeah. But is that are the yips not a somatic response to you know that anxiety? Yeah. So you have absolutely no idea what I said. <laughs> I was processing it. But 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 you know, but sorry for the people that may not be familiar with that term. Would you mind explaining that? Yeah, yeah. So in terms of the you know the anxiety in golf or you know table tennis or any any you know really fine motor skill. As a result of that anxiety, the performer is going to you know, become shaky and then perform that skill incorrectly. Yeah. Uh, from my understanding of um, the twist, is it the twisties? 
I, I generally I don't think know. That's what it's called. Right, yeah. we'll go with the twisties. Um, it's it's going to be in the moment. So you know, it, it, it is as a result of again of that anxiety. The performer performs the skill completely incorrectly or loses, you know, all orientation within a you know, you know as you said earlier, a tumble. Or this a, is ultimately where where the safety element comes in as well, right? Because a golfer would never not go out on a golf course because they got the yips. Because because they're all they're going to do is miss a putt. Yeah. If you get the twisties, you're breaking your neck or or, or worse. Or but then why can't a golfer? <clears throat> you know, and this is what this is not what we're saying. A golfer might not step on a course because they have their yips. A professional golfer. Yeah. Interesting. I think they would, um, but they'd have to be. It's, it's strange, right? You'd have to have some. I don't think they'd cite the yips though. They'd be like mental health reasons. Well, I, th- I think I think if you had the yips, it would be pretty obvious. <laughs> I, I, but also, I think the same way I, I think you... you're giving a lot away to your competitors by saying that. And this is it, right? Is and and I wanted to comment on this. I think it's a really important point. Is like in athletics, in well, in sports, we you know I play and whatever. You never give anything away to the competition. You never, you know, even when we were talking about this earlier, Andy, with some of the some of the teams that play in your school. You know, you had a team competition where the best player from another team didn't turn up, right? And they and they didn't. They would have never have dreamed to give you reasons why. And when they would have turned up, or wouldn't turn up. And it's the same with injuries. You wouldn't go into a competition and say, "Hey guys, everyone, just let the media know." Um, yeah, I've got a calf strain in my right leg because then you know the opponent is going to sort of drill that as a weakness. And so, no one is ever really going to come out before mentally or physically come out before a competition and say. Just so that you know, I've got a bit of the twisties because everyone will be like, right, I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, that, that is a sign of um, air quotes weakness, right? So if I had the twisties, what are you gonna do? Me? Yeah. We're, pla- we're playing, we're, oh, okay, we've gone in for a tumbling competition. <laughs> and I've said, I'll take know, a long coaching. I need a ticket for this. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got the twisties. Let's make it happen. How are you gonna, uh, um, how are you gonna put me off? I would feel more confident. All right, twisty. You know, if, if if I was going into a competition like that and I was like, okay, Andy's the top seed and obviously he's got an excellent goat <laughs> leotard, right? And I would think, okay, I think well, we'd all like to see that. But then if I heard things on Twitter and whatever, it was like, oh, I've heard, you know, Andy's got the twisties or whatever, I'd be like, right, okay, good, cool. Like, I've got more of a chance now. I feel better about my, my opportunity here. Um, it depends sport by sport or whatever. Right, I'm going to throw a little tangent into this conversation. Yeah. Uh, do you think that what Simone Biles has done can potentially be negative towards her being uh, an inspiration to the younger generation? Do they see her see what she's done and think that like quitting is more acceptable? I'll say yes. Because you can just say, "Oh, I've got mental health yeah. reasons." I, I, I think it gives gives people a way out. I think it does as well. Yeah. Uh, um, you know. Uh, uh, I get, uh, yeah, give you an, ex- I don't know, an ex- example. So, as a as a PE teacher, you know, my job is to ensure participation, ensure education, and the importance of you know physical activity in in young people, and and for them to recognise why that is important for you know lifelong involvement. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I think everyone has experienced their own PE lessons and, and, and as a result I, I don't know pe- people sometimes look for a way out of PE and ho- yeah. hopefully they don't 
but uh, some some people uh, at some point in their lives might might have seen that, and actually this might be that. But actually, I think the the, the, yeah. the, the, the benefits of physical activity are, as I said earlier, hugely mental. You know, and I think your your pod in itself, you know, playing golf as a as a as a way of developing, you know, well being. Um, that's just one example. Mm. I. It's interesting because. You know, I work in a corporate world and um, I increasingly find that people are talking more about mental health, which is great. And that's exactly what we're campaigning for on the podcast. But actually, it's becoming something that people can... Um, and, and I don't know, because of the way we cannot necessarily diagnose it because none of us are professionals right you can diagnose a broken ankle but you can't diagnose anxiety you can look for the signs and you can prod and pro, you know and, and sort of try and understand that individual's experience but it's very difficult to say definitively that person has this mental health disorder i i worry that what i see in the corporate world where people can you can if you know if you are so well inclined to say i have a mental health thing and i'm not coming in today which is kind of coming back to your point, Andy, you, you know, you have people that you cannot let down, you can't let down your students, you can't let down those parents. You know, in some jobs, if you don't turn up one day, the world keeps turning. And so can that individual go into work and say, or, you know, phone up their boss and say, I'm really sorry, I can't come in, I've got mental health issues. But ultimately, that's the same, that, that's the position that Simone Biles is in as well. So, so, yeah. so what, the world keeps turning. She hasn't done the Olympic final. Someone else has won the gold medal. It really doesn't From matter. Her own country. Yeah, yeah. It, it honestly it doesn't matter, yeah. does it? Yeah. Well, it, but 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 I guess okay. Let me let me frame. This and has she? And has she then raised awareness of the issue? Yeah. yeah. Well, we're talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> and the Swiss, Badly. Which yeah. I never knew. <laughs> thing, right? You'll be listening back to this. Yeah. Thinking, what, what bloody good performance that was. Right, here's a controversial. I'm going to throw this as a grenade into the uh, into the studio. Um, does what Simone Biles has done and others have followed, or not maybe not followed, but generally sports people are talking about the mental health. Does that have the potential to undermine sport as a concept? Discuss. Elaborate. <laughs> so, <laughs> sport as a as a cultural phenomenon is people competing against each other. Yeah. Uh, if there are people just deciding to to not compete, mm-hmm. sport then sort of as a, as a as a thing gets diminished as as a as an event as a, as a reason to compete. Like if people are just decide like I don't know you're more and more right right you, the extreme is. You turn up to an event and ninety percent of people just decide not to do it, and it's like, well, what's the point in this event anymore? Uh, yeah, I, I think you know, if if I <laughs> again quite extreme, the, the the trend continues in fifty years time, the Olympics will be different, and just turn up if you fancy it. And that that is a scary thought, though, isn't it? I think it changes. So I think. It's interesting, right, when you watch, I don't know, 100 metre race and you watch someone win the 100 metre race and you go, what a physical specimen, great technique, X, Y, Z. I think now, you know, there's certain sports where you talk about mental toughness, 
like this, you know, basketball is a big one. You know, you've got to be mentally tough to go into a different arena, win a game in front of 40,000 people that absolutely hate you. Same for most team sports, right? And I wonder whether we will get to a point where, you know, a commentator will commentate on a 100-meter race and go, well, actually, like, yeah, great technique, really fast, huge mental toughness because they've had to go through, you know, this event in their life. That's obviously had a mental health, you know. And I wonder whether it's a more comprehensive metric or way we measure winners because i think this is what naomi osaka is kind of driving at is like actually are we measuring success in the right way are we you know in in tennis and i've played tennis when i was younger success as in many professional sports is medals trophies wins money whereas actually should we be defining it on overall well-being alongside winning that's it are we winning socially as opposed to always just thinking about well, so we we actually talked about this on a previous pod if you if you can remember i do remember but when, when we were talking about the edge film the the whole following new england cricket team when they basically strived so hard to become the number one team in the world that they the, the team crumbled apart through mental health issues uh, throughout the squad basically um but that is I, I think i agree and our conclusion on that pod was 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 around the, the metrics of success and whether we need to include some sort of mental well-being, mental health aspect to how the, the, the public, the wider public perceives success. Because when you look at the Olympics, it's like we look at well, there's a medal table mm. that gets shown on the BBC News every night. It's like you have no idea the, the, the state of the people that won the gold, the people that won silver, the people that won bronze, the rest of the field... Like they could be in a whole yeah. world of pain, like crying in their rooms that night, like mm-hmm. contemplating suicide or, or whatever, whatever else. Uh, you wouldn't know, and you also wouldn't like. I, I think most people wouldn't sort of care either. But, but is that not sport? Like, you know, looking at it from a, a quantitative perspective, like you. Uh, but that's it, that, that, and that that's links back to my question about like, does the mental health topic have the potential? Like completely undermine sport as a concept. Yeah, potentially. I, I, I'll give, give you an example. You, you take the the men's high jump in the Olympics, and you had, you know, uh, Barshim and Tambrari. You know, both have clean cards, getting up to two thirty seven, two thirty seven, <laughs> and the golf podcast. <laughs> <laughs> then, then both failing at. at that high and agreeing to share a medal. Yeah. Now, personally, I disagree with this. I don't know about you. When the Olympics, they would have cut it in half, like in the olden days, like when the Olympics first started, they would have cut it in half and gave it. You know, yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have done it. They wouldn't have offered them two gold medals. It's, they would have a jump off. But for, for, for me uh, and, and everyone, I mean, a, a lot of athletics. But that's, sport, know, sport is very binary, isn't it? It's, it? it's like you win or you lose. You come first, you come second, you come third. Well, they didn't do it in golf. So in the in the Olympic event in golf, yeah, and, and, and that's it. We had, we had no, it was eight. Were there not eight performers seven. going for a bronze? Seven. seven, seven, seven. You were correct, Rodney. So it's a golf podcast. Okay, <laughs> so you wandered you know back that. into yeah. our yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, so 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 seven performers going for a, a, a bronze medal, and we have a playoff for it. So yet we've got you know the high jump gold medal, two performers both fail at the same height. So what should happen in most competitions would be a jump off. Yeah. But just for, for for me, if I was that performer, 
Yeah, I'd be I'd be delighted with a gold medal, but, but still, you shared it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You wake up the next day, you look in the mirror, and can I'm, you I'm not truly say you have beaten one. everyone in the yeah. world? No, and 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 that's it. I I don't know. People, you know, there were a lot of athletics commentators, you know, celebrating that moment and suggesting that it was a great moment for sport and you know the you know the Olympic values and, and sportsmanship that go with that. But as you say, I think we're looking at you know sport sport changing as a result of this. That's, we are Which isn't covering some very interesting topics because you, if you start to delve back into the history of the Olympics and the founder of the modern Olympics and all of the quotes that surround, uh, I think it's Pierre de Coubertin. Baron Pierre de Coubertin. Baron, uh, is, is all about, about participation and the whole ethos of the Olympics is about uh, it is not necessarily about winning. It, it, it's like it's all. It's not winning. It's taking part and it's celebrating sport and enjoying the sport. But for, we have winners and losers. It, it, yeah, it, exactly. Yeah. There's there's a compromise there, isn't there? Yeah. Here we go. It's the links effect. <laughs> but I think is this just a natural societal shift? You know, in society and in, in everything that we do, we are still grappling with how mental health fits into what we see and what we do and how we measure it, we can't measure it. So we're presented with difficult situations with a differing culture and society where we have to make, you know, even the even the banner of the Olympics where you have a gold medal and a silver medal, they've both gone, right, well, we'll just take the gold. And the organisers have gone, okay, you can both have a gold. So things are shifting, things are changing. We had our first. And I think the fact that the public widely accepted and celebrated and, and people were posting on social media and saying this is a wonderful thing, that they were both able to like share that gold. Where does yeah. that stop, though? Yeah, do, do, do we get to a situation where... They all uh, just sit uh, on the start uh, line. That, that's it, everyone on the start yeah. line turns to each other. Yeah. Uh, should we share this? Yeah, all right, then let's all have a gold model. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for coming. Off you go. It's it's a wonderful challenge. <laughs> it's it's We've extreme. The Hunger right? Games. That's basically what happened in the Hunger Games, right? <laughs> it's true. The first one. They just looked at each other and went, "You fancy it?" They went, "Yeah, fine." Yeah. <laughs> I haven't got that on my sound deck. No. You fucking should. <laughs> How did you not know a Hunger Games reference was going to come up? Sorry. Yeah. Um, Lev interesting ground we've covered here today. In summary, I think. <laughs> Where do we get to? I don't think we got anywhere. Which you know. Always the same. Always the same. <laughs> but it, look, I think my, my summary is it comes down to personal preference about how much value you put on winning versus how much value you put on mental health. I think people are shifting and finding where their balance is. And it's all going to be different. So some people, as you say, Andy, are just like full on. The only thing that matters is coming first. The only thing that matters is winning. And I think some people are now starting to understand, hey, there's something maybe just outside of that. And it's about like with every, everything, it's a balance. If you can balance that mental well-being and win, and I guess this is this is one yeah, thing yeah. I just oh, well, that's to the mention. ultimate, isn't it? It is, and it's a difficult thing to do. Um, I guess my kind of closing question would be: Are governing bodies doing enough to identify and respond to these changes in society and changes in the way that happens? I, I, I think the biggest win is awareness has increased. Yeah. yeah, the fact that the media are reporting it, I I question the way they're reporting it from you know for certain individuals, but the fact that it is, it's a thing, you know, that 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 term mental awareness or mental health is being used more frequently in the media 
can only be a good thing. Cut that there. Andrew Cranell, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> and, that, and that's why we pay him the big bucks, which at this point has been recording cider. <laughs>